Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into the Sports Page Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Demacos, here with Jake Arians and Hype Train behind the producer, Mike. We're back. We're talking about the NFC East today. We talked about the AFC East last week, so if you missed that, you can go back and check out all the, the draft talk, the offseason moves, where we rated and ranked them from last, from what they've been doing over the last few months. But today it's all about the NFC. Today it's all about the NFC East. And first up, we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. The Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champ, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, sorry, Philadelphia. I know that I need to make sure that I mention that you won a Super Bowl because it took a long time to get there. Ouch. Yes, it did, but they did. And they it was did. a hell of a year, and I actually got them rated as probably the best offseason going into the draft so far as well. Michael Bennett, huge. Yeah. I think it's super important they kept Nick Foles. That was gigantic. I liked the trading of Torrey Smith, getting another corner. And Daryl Worley, and then adding Mike Wallace, who's faster than Torrey Smith, runs better routes, has played in Super Bowls, won Super Bowls with the Steelers, been around, old pro. I think it's an overall upgrade of the position. Mm-hmm. And then the huge one is adding Haloti Nada. Yeah. Next to Fletcher Cox, maybe the best one-two punch behind the Rams of anybody in the league. I mean, that's it's gonna be, that's it's dominant gonna be, up yeah, the middle. When you have edge dominant. pass rushers, the difference is that the Rams don't have the edge pass rushers that Philly now has. But you could have Michael Bennett, Haloti Nada, and Fletcher Cox with one of three other guys rushing off the edge. Yeah, good luck, Dad. 4-3 front. Whew. So I got got them. You won the Super Bowl, and you're right there. I mean, I thought they had a great offseason so far. Hype Train, your thoughts on the offseason moves overall in totality for the Philadelphia Eagles? I liked it. I liked it. And looking at some of their losses, uh, Patrick Robinson, the corner, goes to the Saints. They lose Trey Burton to the Bears. Uh, Vinny Curry goes to the Bucks. That's about it. I mean, they, yeah, lose Bo Al- they lose Bo Allen, but you replace him with Haloti Nada. Yeah, I mean, you lose Vinny Curry and replace him with Michael Bennett. Right. And, and I look at this group depth-wise, going back to that position, there's still Brandon Graham. There's still Derek Barnett, who's a first-round pick who they didn't even really use last yes. year. Great there's point. just depth. As of this, right now, you still have Chris Long. You still have Chris Long as of this moment. And I look at the linebacking core. I like this group a lot. There's not a whole lot of holes on this team. Didn't they re-sign Nigel Bradham, too? Yes, he's still on there as well. I thought he was a really important piece. The only guy that maybe scares me a little bit was uh, Trey Burton leaving was such an important role player when they had some injuries with Ertz. Mm-hmm. Selleck retiring is a big one. Yeah. that Those two, because Ertz has to stay healthier, that offense doesn't run the same. But they got weapons. I mean, The defense is going to be dominant again. That's going to be – I think if they stay healthy, they, they make a really good run again. They it's up- hard to do two years in a row, but yes. I think they're right there. They upgraded in a lot of those positions, though. You're yeah. talking about some upgrading when you already came, you're already coming back Super Bowl champions. And oh, by the way, Carson Wentz is coming back. So eventually. eventually. That's why the Nick Foles thing is so important because most teams sure. would go, okay, we can get a second rounder for Nick Foles, dump Nick Foles, and let's take the second rounder. No, imperative to keep him. They, they made it's sure. It's huge. They it's made huge. sure. I, I, I really like what they did. Listen, Nick Foles won them a Super Bowl. Okay. Amen. And Nick Foles, not Nick Foles, was a part of a Super Bowl team. Nick Foles won you a Super Bowl. NFC champ. He Super Bowl trashed I mean, the they, Minnesota yes. Vikings defense. I mean, absolutely picked apart the best defense in the NFL all season long. He won them a Super Bowl. And let's not forget that. I think he's going to play a, a large part no matter when Carson comes back. And that's Well, now you can take your time. Yes. You don't have to RG3 Carson Wentz nope. and come back. He's playing in the opener seven months later. Uh, screw that. 
Mm-mm. Give him till Halloween. Whenever you should he be needs able to. Be, to. If you're six and two at Halloween, yeah, awesome. God bless. Let him let him rest. Let him get better. Don't bring him back. Like oh oh wait, Indianapolis has done multiple like times. Like I think with Deshaun Andrew Watson's Luck. trying to do in Houston. Yep, exactly. A little more time to do it, but still, I mean, that's it's just all, it's, it's risky. Very hard to come back from that, especially big time injuries. You got to give them to, some time. And Philadelphia has the luxury now with them signing Nick Foles. New York Giants. Let's talk about the New York Giants. I like what they did. I just I had something I wanted to throw oh, in there. Oh, hype train, hype train. Okay, come on in. Come on, Jeez. train, bring it. Two positions. Position, is, positions of need for the draft. This is a team that does not have their second-round pick. They moved it in the Carson Wentz trade. Okay. So keep that in mind that they had their one first-round pick, which is basically a de facto second-round pick with how late it is yes. in the first round. Two positions. Tight end. Okay. Because I think of the of the loss of Trey Burton and then Selleck, they may want to add some depth there. And there's a lot of tight ends that a lot of people are talking about in the back half of the first round. I'm going to throw an interesting one out there for okay. you. You're probably going to get yelled at for it. Running back. They lose LeGarrette Blunt. He goes to the Lions. They're not really sure what to make of J.J. yet. He needs to rebound to that no, form he showed Miami. I think you're right there. You can pick up a piece there. They have Corey Clement, who was really good for them. He was really good for but them. But you pick they up another nice piece role. to yeah, add Yeah, I, I like to that the group. running back call. I, I think both those of those two. at that 32nd pick – I don't think you can go wrong. Sonny Michelle might be there at 32, which would you'd probably be your starter, and then Jay Ajayi is your two. I'd like the tight end a little, maybe a little bit more just because Ertz has had concussion problems yeah, and injury constantly. problems, and now you've got the two and three are gone, and Selleck was a staple on yeah, that Yeah, you offense. need somebody at that position. Yeah, so, and then, you know, losing that second-round pick. But, yeah, I like that. I like both of those. They're going to need to get a running back. That's a good call-out. From hype train. Such a running back deep draft, though. They can pick one up in the third and be fine. Yeah, they get Nick go, Chubb in the third. Yeah, go tight end first, get run, get running back third round. Yeah, or I mean, get uh, Ronald Jones out of out of SC maybe in the third. He might drop that far. I mean, there's there's plenty there's of guys options. you can pick up at that third round if you take a one of those tight ends falls that to you in the first. Yeah. I'll throw a name out that's local, Kalen Balash, who went to Arizona State, a guy that can catch the ball to the backfield. You pick him up maybe fourth they, or fifth. Yeah, you pick yeah. him up there. That works with their system. They like their backs yep. to be able to catch the ball to the backfield. So he's a guy that might be able to fit into that Kick system. Kickoff return guy, too. Yeah, I mean, For that'd sure. be a nice piece late in the draft. It's important to just remember that I think Jay Ajayi, as he came into that system halfway through, I think it will be nice to watch his progression as he has an entire offseason to spend with Philadelphia, different coaching staff. That environment in Miami just seems toxic now. As, it does. As many as they kind of made it out to be a Jay Ajayi thing, it kind of feels like it's a Miami thing now. Yeah, I mean, Jay Ajayi's a guy. Yeah. He's not in that elite level of dual no. threat guys, but he's not far off the top of that next level down. For sure. He's a really good starter solid guy yeah you need two maybe three yeah and they proved that with all the guys that they had but Clement was really good and really key for them I think he'll play a bigger role but that you got time that's it's yeah. such a deep draft at running back yeah I just, which, which I, I, plays into the two with the Giants going into the next thing do you really have to take Saquon Barkley at two or can you move that pick I think the Giants it. have some big time potential if they want to make a splash they can make some serious headway doing some crazy stuff. I Not think, even that crazy, but... I, I think the biggest thing for me is I am thinking back to last year's fantasy football analyst looking at Jay Ajayi, and he was a top three running back projected almost across the board yeah. for every fantasy football analyst. He wasn't even anywhere near... He didn't smell the top three last year. Didn't no. get close. So I am excited to see if he's one of those guys that coming back this year, 
nobody will be talking about in fantasy that will end up being one of those guys that ends up in the top 10 because he's going to be one of those guys. Oh, that he's going to be a top 10 guy just yeah. the way that that offense runs. Exactly. Yeah. And he's going to have a better, he's going to be in a better offense with a better team, with a better coach. You're not losing touchdowns when you get to fantasy either because LeGarrette Brunt's gone. So exactly. you're getting goal line carries. Just yeah. from a, something to keep in mind yeah. as people start people start thinking about keeper leagues, you start the, those are coming around where you're 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 having to make some decisions based off of who you're going to keep and who you're going to let go. It's one of those things I always like to pay attention to heading into the draft. All right, New York Giants, we touched on it a little bit there. Jake started getting it. We're excited about this team. Our guy Betch is there, so obviously excited about the coaching staff changes. I think from from that perspective, not only obviously Betcher being there, which we're both all three of us are excited about but Pat Shermer him being the head coach there completely going to revitalize I think Eli Manning my one concern and I said it to you before we jumped on is is that offensive line needed some upgrading they're they're in the process there but what are we going to get what are we going to see what Eli are we going to see because that seems like that question happens a lot well, what, what version of Eli are you going to see so Pat Shermer getting a second chance I'm excited about to be a head coach because yes. you go back and look at what he did with the Browns he might be the second coming. Nine wins in two years at the Browns. Nobody's come close to that. No. Um, really good offensive mind. Really good quarterback coach. Huge success. If in you Minnesota go back last and look year. at Minnesota last year, five new starters on the offensive line from two years ago that played really well. Now you had Nate Solder, star left tackle from the Patriots. He decided to leave and get paid. You lost Justin Pugh. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Dave Gettleman's the guy nobody's talking about here. You also turned over the GM. Was in Carolina for a long time. How does Carolina win and stay consistent? It ain't Cam Newton. They build it in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line, that's where he's building this team. I see that being a big focus. That's why I see this this running back being this deep, this draft. I don't know that they have to take Saquon Barkley, too. I think the Browns need to take him more one than if he's there, two. I think the Giants can trade that pick. you got eight teams that are trying to get up and get another quarterback. You can get so much for it. And then you have Odell Beckham Jr. floating out here. Do you maybe want to do something with that and maybe pick up a one and a two, something crazy? So, Hype Train, before you hop on, because I can see you stirring over there, what percentage would you guys put Odell Beckham Jr. leaving the Giants at? I'd say, I'd say it's at about 50-50 yeah, right I'd now. I'd say 40. Did 100%. He's wow. gone. Odell Beckham Jr. does not play for the New York Giants next season. He's an L.A. Ram? Not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. Not Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Okay, so where does he end up? Who's gonna? Who is going to give up the most? The Browns. Oh wow! Although they don't, I mean Landry, trade Gordon. Jarvis Landry and, and make trade Jarvis Landry to the Giants in the trade. Oh, my. Jarvis wanted to play with Odell. You're not gonna send him back. I, I don't give a damn what either All one right. of them want. If I'm the GM, I'm the friggin' boss. Yeah. <laughs> they can kiss my butt. I'll do what, what I, what you, I gotta what do. What you got the there? Team. I see the light bulb. Indianapolis. I love it. Oh. I love it. God, Andrew Luck and Odell with T. Y. Hilton? sign me up. With T.Y. Hilton? Oh, my God. Woo, yes, I love that. Going back to the Giants. Sign me up. Traded for Alec Ogletree. Needed middle linebacker help. Got one of the best in the game. Tackle machine. Can flat out run. Vital to James Betcher's defense. Brought in Josh Morrow and Kareem Martin from the Arizona Cardinals that know the defense. They both set the edge. They both play very similar positions. I think they were huge role players. You lost JPP. Super talent. Blew the hand up. We all know the story. Still played pretty good last year, but I think there's a lot of question marks on how hard he plays down to down. And I think the Giants had locker room issues on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I like and the coaching fact, issues. Yeah, I like the fact that they got rid of that. And I love the coaching staff. I love the GM. I'm expecting them to push the Eagles for the NFC East next year and bounce back big. I love that. 
I love no, that. I really am. That, Dre- that team has a ton of talent. And like you said, it all. which Eli do we get? Which Eli do we get, I think, is the biggest question of this offseason because I think Eli has the ability to be Super Bowl winning Eli, and he has the ability to be – Is Eli better making- than Case Keenum? If the Giants are healthy, do they have better weapons than the Vikings a year ago? <sighs> now, they play outside. So it's here's not the that thing. F- you're not talking about huge. No, but right? here's here's what I'm talking about. When I look back at Minnesota, underrated offense going into the year. You had not really. Ad- Adam Thielen Who and Stephon finished the Diggs. year before phenomenal. Yeah, but nobody thought he was going to have that kind of a year. But he's for a stud. Sure. Stephon but, Diggs fell off because they moved him from the slot outside, moved but Thielen it, in. But about halfway through the season, they were one two in receptions. Yeah, I mean they they had a good they had a good. They had a good offense You knew Dalvin there. Cook was a beast. You knew Latavius Murray was really good. So McKinnon stay- had showed flashes. Kyle Rudolph was a stud. You knew they were pretty good. For sure. But I'm just – stay with me here. You tra- if you trade away old Al Beckham Jr. If. If. If you don't. When. You have a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Sterling Shepard. Yes. Evan Ingram became the guy towards the end of the year. 100%. And had his hand on the, the ground. But that I- takes that Kyle Rudolph spot. He can't really block like that, but he can catch like it. Yes. And then you but, add a running back at, say, Nick Chubb, Sonny Michelle. Agreed. Ronald Jones. I mean, you, there's... 100%. But if you trade away Ob- Odell Beckham Jr., that's a huge hole. Not if you get Jarvis Landry back. Okay, if they get Jarvis Landry back. But if they trade him for picks and they don't get... They don't, they don't have a number one... Because I get... Listen, Odell is a head case. I get it. But every diva wide receiver is a head case. Not to that extent, but it's all the other stuff that goes with it. The Giants are a proud franchise. They I understand. Back to the basics. It's like the Roonies. Can, can I you have a conversation a, with Odell? Can you just have – I mean – I'm pretty sure they've had plenty of conversations through now two coaching staffs and two different GMs with Odell. So what's going to – That's so, like this that crap flying in Pittsburgh. You're writing your ticket out of town. They don't give a damn who you are. It yeah. ain't flying. What you got? The Giants are the same way. I mean, look at what they're doing. Look at what to use the Pittsburgh example. Look Le'Veon. what they're doing to Le'Veon Bell, who's yeah. not a, who doesn't cause any trouble. Guy no. just guy just plays and runs and does everything they ask him to do, and he wants to get paid. And they're like, nah, it's all right. We don't want to pay you. They do what they do. That's why they win championships. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you don't receivers aren't winning championships. No, they I, help, but they're not winning championships. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, draft need. Draft need. Running back. They need a playmaking running back. Okay. Big time, and they need help with the offensive line. So you say, both of you, I know what your answer will be. Saquon Barkley's there at number two. You don't take him and you – Love him. Best player in the draft. You have other needs, and you can be really, really good. What, what do you need to get in return to make it For the it number two it? pick? Yes. You can end up with two other ones and maybe two twos. But, but that's so, what I'm saying. If you're the general manager, if you guys are the general manager, and and Saquon is there at two, what do you need to be phoned in on? Who needs to? What needs to happen for you? A minimum. I'm talking minimum. Like I'm not doing this deal unless I get two ones and a two, or whatever that is. What What is the minimum? You have the second pick. Yeah. With five quarterbacks that are wanted. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. The Jets you. sitting at three who okay. moved up. Other teams like the Cardinals and some other teams that would love to get up to four. Okay. You name your price. I got a question for you. Okay. They trade the number two pick, and you trade Odell Beckham. Yeah. You could end up with five first round picks yeah, and no. four second round for picks sure. on a team that's already really no, good. No, that's best case scenario. Honestly, that, that's just craziness. Yeah. But it could happen for sure. It's actually that's, really likely to happen that they trade the they trade the number two overall pick. It just depends. On the hype train, the, it's done that they're trading Odell. I mean, but you can name the great thing for the Giants is you can name your price. 
100%. You match it. Now the Browns cool. the Browns take Saquon number one. This throws a wrench in that plan. No. You because still- now there's no quarterbacks off the board. And every team that needs a quarterback is still dying to get to two. Okay. What's now, this could go to the last minute before they, they turn the pick in. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the Giants need a quarterback of the future. I would so If they take Saquon one, you take the quarterback of the future okay. at two. And Who then trade that? Odell. And Who is that if Saquon goes number one? Darnold. Okay. What you got, Hype Train? So this, and as you know, as you both know, I think Saquon should be the number one pick in the draft. 100%. Because I don't think Best the Browns. Best player in the draft, period. I don't think the Browns should risk him getting to four. But if there's one thing that will work in their favor, it's that they know the number three overall pick is going to be a quarterback. Because yes. the Jets did not trade up to get Saquon. No, 100%. So they must be banking on the idea that if they're going to take a quarterback one, they know that the Giants are going to trade out of two and that Saquon is going to be there at four. I do not think the Browns are that stupid to think, oh, no, there's no, no Saquon will be there at four. We have no worries. They have to know that if they're going to take a quarterback one, that it's going to go quarterback, 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 and then they're going to get Saquon at four. Here's the thing. You never know, though. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. If you can I'm always Giants, go, I have to know, and then and then the Jets take Saquon. He's the, I know that they're moving up to take a quarterback. If I'm the Giants and I can pick on. up other first-round picks and Darius Geis in the second round and still get my running back okay. or Sony Michelle, yep. man, I am happy. To get out of it. Maybe you get that guard from Notre Dame okay. who's an instant starter. Yep. You, you probably just, a good, probably a wise choice for them to be honest. You with could you. fill four or five needs by making one of these trades, and not even two of them. I, I, the Giants are maybe the most intriguing team going into the draft because they have a chance to already be really good. But you could make a giant splash, and you're the freaking Giants. Here's a scenario: they trade with the Colts. At seven in an Odell trade. No, the Jet, the, the Colts are at six. They have the Jets pick. Yeah. Guess what? All the first five picks are probably going to be a quarterback and or Saquon Barkley. Yes. Guess what? Guess what's there at six for the Giants, which I think is a need that we haven't discussed. Minka Fitzpatrick is sitting yep. there at six overall. Speaking of you James Betcher, licking his chops if he heard oh this. My and, God. He, and you put With him Landon in Collins? on the other side of Landon Collins because Eli Apple is a waste of space. Oh. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll bounce back. He's but, a that, but can you imagine that scenario yes. playing out to where oh, they, sure. for Odell they get six and they still have the number two pick? You end up with Saquon and Minka Fitzpatrick? Oh or Chubb. Or Chubb? Or that's you do a something dream else. Scenario. So the Giants, if but that's what they're sitting on, the Giants control right. all of this because sure. the Browns aren't trading one or four. The Giants can absolutely shake the draft to its core over sure. the next couple of weeks. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm banking on. To see, this it, is exactly what be, I want. It could be, and Dave Gettleman, pretty conservative, go back to the trenches, but he's got a chance. He's a GM again. He got fired, got another job, and got the Giants' job. Yeah, big time job. You got a chance to go. Big boy job. Woo! GM of the year candidate just after the draft before you play a down. Yeah. You went three and thirteen. That team's got a chance to go yeah, thirteen most, and three, twelve yeah. and four. One, they they should if they, they stay have, healthy and make the right moves. One hundred percent. Now, the first two teams we talked about, a lot of excitement, a lot of moves, which is funny because you're talking about Philadelphia, who's coming off oh like an unbelievable season, and then New York, who. I kind of throw last season out because it because it was such a from the very beginning you knew the coaching staff was not going to be the coaching staff. Yeah, they for the lost future. the locker room. The train wreck began. You had a bunch of bad. Then you're apples. talking about I mean, it was, Odell, yeah. Brandon. Mar- I mean, the whole team was hurt. Eli was out there playing by himself. The moment they benched Eli was like a, an atrocity for that entire organization. Yeah, they were honestly there. It's like I throw last season out. They're coming into this season almost. 
lower expectations than it was last year because last year was like Super Bowl or bust almost yeah. walking into last season. This is a new look for them. The next two teams we're going to talk about here, okay, the Redskins, they make the move away from Kirk Cousins. We knew this was coming. This was coming for a long time, right? They move away from Kirk Cousins. They they get some cap space, obviously. They In my opinion, they upgrade. They get, and they get I think Alex, Alex Smith. Smith's a better player, and they saved $8 million a year on the cap. Maybe it's a trade and they're equal guys, but $8 million is two to three other starters. What what you got over there, Hype Train? I have, and you can attest to this, page. I have driven the Alex Smith is better than people think bandwagon for like four years Go now. Go back to our AFC West podcast before the season started. I love Alex Smith. Alex Smith is a, is a... The downfall of the 49ers. Yeah. Going Kaepernick over Alex Smith. It worked for that year and you made your run. You killed your franchise. We're, I, we are I, I, Alec, I, for, especially this, for eight million dollars less a year, maybe this, ten. This podcast is pro. It might Alex be ten Smith. million. It might be ten million dollars less a year. So, what are our expectations here with the Redskins? Then not I mean, a lot. Okay. Isn't this All the quintessential said, eight and eight team? Like I look at this yes. roster and they're like, ah, oh, yes. they're eight and eight. Alex Smith good enough to keep them relevant. The rest of the the rest there is a whole lot of. Men. They they have some pieces on defense here and there. The defense played okay at times last year. You lost Terrell Pryor after you gave him a big contract last year. I like the fact that you just let him go. He didn't do anything last year. No, he looked. You don't really bombs. have any playmakers. No, you nobody can stay healthy away. on that offense. I mean, if they get everybody back and they're healthy. I think they're a serious running team. Okay. With a little play action of Alex Smith, you're running some naked, some boots. He can still run it. You're taking some shots. Jay Gruden changes up kind of what they do. Who's the young running back they have there that I can't – Chris name? Thompson, Rob Kelly. Chris Thompson. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan. Samaji P. Ryan no, at Oklahoma. Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson's the one I'm talking about, the one that became a fantasy god for most of the season yeah, last catching year. catching it out of the backfield, then he broke a leg. That's, yeah. That is going to be interesting to watch him from that perspective with Alex Smith. We just named four good running backs. But that's what I'm saying. With Kareem Hunt and kind of the way he ran that offense in Kansas City, it'll be interesting to watch Chris Thompson and, and, and those guys there and what they're able to do. Now, they've There's had – There's no Travis Kelsey and you don't have – 100%. A lightning bolt on the outside either. They have a lot of issues from a health perspective. Yeah. Now, Alex Smith, to me, I stay with you guys, is an upgrade at the position. Even if you call it even, $10 million in cap space it to makes pay it, Alex it makes Smith it 18 an upgrade. and not pay Kirk Cousins makes 28 is a, yes, you up, that's huge. Yes, because that's you, three can, starters. you can use that money to go get some more guys that you need for depth on your team, which you're going to need. Every NFL team needs. By the so, way, Trent Williams comes back. You have one of the best left tackles in football back who was hurt last year most of the year. I mean, they've got some pieces, but you're exactly right. I mean, they are quintessential like eight and eight, which means you're maybe ten and six at best, and you're six and ten if the wheels fall off again a little bit. So I can kind of see both. Where are we drafting here? Positions of need. What, what you got, Hype Train? So they're picking 13th, and I got two names I want to throw out here because I think the linebacking situation there is not great. They have Ryan Kerrigan, who's been very good, but other than that, it leaves a lot to be desired for me. So Roquan Smith, a guy that I've named on here a bunch, the outside linebacker from Georgia. I don't Georgia. think he's there at 13, but I like it. And the other guy that I'll throw out there, Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker out of Virginia Tech. Those are the two either. guys that if you're if they can get there, that's a home run for you if you're able for to sure. get that type of impact player. I'm going to throw one out there, Calvin Ridley. I think they need a star receiver. Yes, they to, do. To go, and they got to have somebody that can stretch the field and go deep. Because if you're going to go with those four running backs and you're going to Alex Smith play action, Alex Smith can play action pretty well. Mm-hmm. you got to have a guy that can go deep and a guy that can stop on a dime and come back and all the stuff that he ran in Alabama. I like that fit. I like the linebacker thing. I don't think either one of those guys are going to be there. I don't think either one of them get past 11. Um, they have some other positions in need. I could see them taking a corner at 13 on the other side of Josh Norman. Um 
DJ Swearinger was playing pretty well at safety, but you could probably add another one there. I think linebacker, but I think at 13, if those two guys are gone, it's a stretch to take any other linebackers. So you could always throw an offensive lineman in there. Yep. I mean, if the, if the kid from Notre Dame one. does slide. For whatever reason. You know, then, yeah, I mean, you're sitting pretty at 13. If you're an 8-8 eight eight team and you're picking 13th, you're going to help. You're adding yeah, a starter. for sure. All right, the last team here that we're going to talk about is the team. America's I'm, team. Yeah, no, America did nothing. Did absolutely nothing. They are the they are. We could spend thirty seconds on these guys because it's like we can gloss right over the offseason moves and head right into the draft because the Cowboys have been a snooze fest in but the offseason. The one thing I will say about the Cowboys, you know, I love me some Jerry. I know you do. Jerry ain't afraid to make a move as we get close. Oh, we still, I know. We still got some time. The, For it, sure. the issue with them is they're kind of salary cap handicapped, and they have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Yes. That's not a good combination. So what's going to happen to Des? I think he's got to be gone. He's a 15 or $16 million cap number, and he can't, can't, he can't play to a $7 million guy. But they have no other receivers. If they lose Bryce Butler, who's a really good player and they never use, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the offensive line, they lost some pieces to free agency. Uh, they got a lot of positions in need. They do, like. and they did nothing. I know. What like, you got, there's, there's not much going on. You got a bunch of young DBs. You take Dez off the Cowboys. This is what your receiving core is. Tell me how much this excites you as a as a football fan. Uh, Terrence Williams, solid. Cole Beasley, solid. Deontay Thompson. The, the crickets there is everything we needed. Right. Alan Hearns. I forgot about Alan Hurts. That's the Alan one thing Hurts. they did in free agency. Okay. I like that. that res- Dude, I, I'm getting rid of Dez now. Ryan Switzer. That's it. That's the receiving core. That's yeah, the Ryan group. Switzer I love coming out of North Carolina. So here's the thing. But he's Cole Beasley. As much as I was ready to say, bleh, I totally forgot about Alan Hearns. Yes. Okay? And they can't afford to keep Dez. That, and not at that price. $16 million. Yeah, I don't no. know what the dead money is and whatever, but $16 million is what they're paying him. And he can't. Alan Hearns is a better player. Yes. Bryce Butler is a better player at this point. 100%. I would re- I'd try and negotiate with Bryce Butler and get rid of Des. Absolutely. I don't know what that. that could the problem still is nobody wants Des. There is no trade value. I know. There, so you're going to have to cut him. Yep. But so what? Who cares? Apparently there was no roster bonus that had to be done by April first. A lot of these other guys that got released, so you could release him at any time. I know that. I know that, that receiving core is not terrible when you're talking about a team that's going to run it behind you a pretty good afford- offensive line with Dak and Zeke. Can't afford to pay Des that money. No. Can't. Not okay. when your defense is still not very good. Demarcus Lawrence is getting franchised and is going to be a $20 million guy, and you're going to have to sign him long term. you got a bunch of young DBs from the last couple drafts, none of which played great and couldn't stay healthy. Sean Lee, as we talked about, is a phenomenal player. Can't stay healthy. you got to stay healthy. got to plan on him missing four to six games. That's four, that's four more starters. Four starters if you get rid of Des Bryant. Kudos to OverTheCap.com for this, as always. Yeah, OverTheCap. Uh, if you cut Des Bryant as of, this, as of right now, if you guys decided as the general manager of the Dallas Cowboys, Des, you're out. $8 million in dead money, and you gain $8.5 million on the cap. Mm. Still got to do it because 8.5 is one superstar starter or two starters that are really good pieces. And Des can't play to a $9 million guy anymore. The $8 no, million in dead money kind of sucks. And Jerry's super loyal to his superstars. For sure. The Cowboys Nation, you know, it's that's, time that's, to a, revamp, that's, that's a PO. It is. It's definitely time to revamp. Everybody else would have moved on Tony, in a minute. Tony, Dez. Here's another word. Where did Michael Crabtree end up? Played at Texas Tech, played high school ball in Texas. Yeah. It's a good, that would be a good if move. You're gonna, if you're going to have a guy with solid hands that can't run, <laughs> sign Michael Crabtree <laughs> for $2 million, right? 
There's one of your starters. Replace can't him with Dez. Can't run. Wide receiver can't run. No, but he can, I mean, he's not going deep. Dez can't. I mean, Dez can go up and make a play every now and again. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not, not the, the he's same dude. He's no, not a $16 million dollar guy. No, 100%. That's top, that's top money. Yeah, no, that's what not, Odell's looking he's at. He's not top three anymore. No, stop he's it, not Cowboys top 15 fans. anymore. No, stop it, Cowboys fans. I'd say he's not top 20 anymore. Yeah, stop yourselves. Seriously. Just so if he's not willing stop. to restructure, which you said he's not, nobody's going to pick up that contract and ew, trade for him. Ew. you got to cut him. I have a feeling that... But you've now missed out on free agency. You should have cut him a month ago. Yeah, I know. Signed a couple more pieces. Yeah, but can they still re- they can still restructure now. They can. I have a feeling that Dez is going to be a little, a little bit more understanding because Jerry can be a little persuasive. Jerry can be persuasive, and the market is not there. So yes. you can say all day long, I'm not taking a pay cut. But, but if you have a decent agent or anybody with a brain that's talking to you that says, if they cut you... You're not going to. You're make looking it. at a one-year deal for three million in Arizona or something, <laughs> instead of sixteen million. The whole thing's guaranteed, I believe, too. Yeah. Yeah. No. You restructure. I'm restructuring. If or at I least eight point eight of it is. Yeah, yeah, and stay in Dallas. Stay playing for the Cowboys. Guys, this this was fun. We're through the teams here. I have a hot take. Oh boy, this let's a, end, let's end a, on the hot take. This is a draft Cowboys hot take. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is a group that defensively is really young. Like, they got Shadobi Awuzie last year's draft, the corner out of Colorado that really they good like player. a lot. Stay healthy. Uh, Jalen Smith, the guy they took in the second round out of Notre Dame, who was probably a top five player but was hurt. You don't know what you have with him. He still has to put on a prosthetic thing for drop foot. He's never going to be the same guy. Taco he's solid, but he's not anything special. Taco anymore. Charlton, their first round pick from last year, they're still waiting to kind of have an impact. This is a young group. So, the position that I'm going to throw out there. Sean Lee's the quarterback of this defense. When he is there, that group just clicks. They get it. They just are a different team. If you're going to lose Sean Lee for four to six weeks, like we all just said, that's the position you have to prioritize. You have to have somebody that can slot in there that is smart, that understands the game, that can be the quarterback of the defense. So that's the position I'd look at. Like You could make the case that they need to get somebody on the line. You can make the case that they need somebody in the secondary. But I would get somebody that can fill in for Sean Lee in that quarterback of the defense role. Because without that, you saw it. This team's lost. They're all over the place. Yeah, they're Jaylen young. Smith they're can't a mess. run to take over for Sean Lee. You have to have that star middle linebacker, Luke Keekley, Sean Lee, those guys that play that true 4-3, Tampa 2. you got to have a middle linebacker that can run. I, I like that. Yeah. But I don't see a guy that's going to be there that's not a stretch. Unless somebody falls, unless there's just a, a massive fall by which somebody to them at nineteen, could happen, which because I still think there's going to be a bunch of chaos at the top of this thing. This there could, is going to throw be, a wrench into a bunch of these guys dropping. There is going to be a bunch of of chaos because that's what the draft brings. There's us something else to throw out there. Where is the draft? Uh, Dallas. AT&T Dallas Stadium. Who do we say could make the biggest splash in this draft? Uh, New York. The New York Giants in your division. So if you're the Cowboys, you oh, better do something my. at home because the Giants could be all anybody talks about. For the, oh, the two fan. days I can already up hear the booze. and for the month afterwards. I can already hear the booze. You can't let that happen in your building. Oh, Not Ra- in Jerry World. Raj is going to get booed like he's never been booed before. Coming off the Ezekiel Elliott suspension from last season. My, That's must-see TV. Oh, my. Is it going to be fun? The only thing that would be better is if we had the draft in New England. Yeah, That's the only thing. That's the only thing that's top Yeah. I was just about to say. I don't I think Raj it. would do that. I think Raj is out long. He's not going to. He can't, st- he can't spend that long in New England. No. That's way too no. many days of, of possibility of crazy Boston fan happening. All right, Jake, how can everybody follow you on Twitter? Jake B. Arians. You want the draft hot takes. We are only a few weeks away. 
Good stuff. Always talking football. And if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can uh, search on iTunes for the sports page. You can find it on Anchor. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on Pocket Cast. We are everywhere. So search the sports page, and you're bound to find it somewhere. Uh, but for Jake Arians, for Hype Train behind the producer, Mike, I'm the host, Paige Demacos. Thanks for joining us on the sports page. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.